Hey, mister, how you feeling? I'm so sad. Looks like he's living in the past. But not for long. Time to go to the future. Beat me up, Captain. Hey guys, this is Captain Quinn speaking. Hopefully you guys are having a wonderful journey to the future. Our upcoming destination is none other than a geek podcast. But we are under attack. There goes our engine, Captain. Hey guys, welcome to A Geek Podcast. So it's your resident geek, Ken, or ours, or Carlos. Depends on you. Uh, what do you want? What do you want to call me? I am open to all three of those. So before anything else, who am I? Who I am? That is the question. So yeah, I am Carlos Joaquin Amaruelo. You can call me, as I said earlier, Carlos, Ken, or ours. It's up to you, really. I am 20 years old, turning 21 in a few days. I am currently an MMA student in Fire Academy. So just a bit of background. I am fully Filipino. 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 (laughs) Filipino. But at the same time, I'm actually mixed. So I'm full Filipino resident. But I am part Chinese, part Spanish, part Filipino. But yeah, I am Filipino all throughout my body. Yes. So what is this? What is what am I doing? What are we what are you listening to? This is a a geek podcast. Like I said earlier, it's uh, basically a geek uh, podcast. Does that make sense? Hopefully it does, because goddamn, that took way too much effort to explain. I'm just kidding. So why a geek? A geek because I'm actually part Cebuano. My mom is from Cebu. My dad is from Pateros. So I am also a mixed bag of cultures and stuff. So why a geek? A geek is like a expression of sorts. It's like o oh, or a ah, or aray or agui or whatever. But yeah, it's more of a play on a geek and a geek, which is pretty catchy. You know, just saying, it's pretty catchy. Hope, hopefully you guys think the same way, you know what I'm saying? Anyway, for now, what I'll be talking about is being a geek in the Philippines and the stigma surrounding Philippine nerds or geeks. So we go on to the first topic, being a geek in the Philippines. So just in case you haven't noticed, I'm a geek in the Philippines. How did I start being a geek though? That is the question. So I really grew up with my gamer dad, who's just pretty cool. He had this PC before and uh, PS1, and those were my entry points of gaming. And, you know, eventually geekdom, or nerddom, or whatever, (laughs) dorkdom. I am dork, I am dumb. But yeah, I am essentially a product of my dad's gamerness. So it all started when he'd play his favorite strategy games like Warcraft, Starcraft, Command and Conquer, Siberian Sun, and all that jazz. And he got a PS1, so I guess, you know, it, it just happened. And eventually, I myself became a gamer and a geek. For me, I think it all started talaga when I played Crash Bandicoot in the original PS1. 
So the PS1 is a bit of an old beast, but at the same time, it's very nostalgic. Well, that's why it's nostalgic because it's old. But yeah, y'all must feel really old right now, but I'm pretty sure you guys are young as well. So don't worry about it. Baguets pa yan. So after the PS1, I ended up getting the PS2, which by far is one of the most memorable consoles that I remember. Whoa. Memorable na rem- remember pa. My gosh. Anyway, yeah. The PS2 was what really started me being consistently becoming a gamer. So, I used to, I remember so much from when I was younger that I'd go home and look at the PS2 because in weekdays, we couldn't, on, on weekdays, we couldn't really play video games because, you know, strict parents, but it's fine. It helped me become achiever, an achiever back when I was younger. So yeah, the PS2 really started it for me. Specifically, the games Kingdom Hearts 2, Spider-Man 3, Tekken, all those standard PS2 hits. But eventually, when I started getting to the latter part of grade school, I'd go out with my friends in the nearby mall, which was uh, SM Mega Mall. Because it's close by to my school. So here in SM Mega Mall, there used to be... Well, there still is. Was. I, I'm not sure, actually. I haven't been there in a while. So there there was this old comp shop, computer shop, called Netopia. And I remember very vividly that those very fun times with my buddies back in grade school all the way to high school that we used to play Counter-Strike there and I'm not gonna brag or anything but I used to wreck my friends all the time in Counter-Strike so you know I used to be fire at that game used to be anyway that's the end of the comp shop uh, it was just a place for me to play Counter-Strike with my friends or Left 4 Dead really most of the games there weren't really my jam unlike Counter-Strike, which was Hello My Jam. So next up is the PSP. The PSP is like what really made me go into hardcore gaming, like hits like Monster Hunter, God Eater, Persona, 3 Portable. It, it was the time where I would sneak my PSP out just so I can play PSP with my friends in high school. And it was it was fun. But at the same time, it was nerve-wracking because, you know, you never know if my parents would check my bag and be like, Oh, hey, what's in your bag? What? The PSP? You're not supposed to be playing video games on weekdays. Like, what the hell, dude? And I was just like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do it. It just fell in. And then, you know, as a kid, I'm just like thinking up excuses of why I can bring it you know but really it was just me sneaking it out so i'll leave it at that because i know my parents are gonna be listening to this podcast soon enough so after a while we after playing on my pc and the psp the ps2 and the ps1 we eventually 
worked our way up to the Xbox 360. This is where I got exposed to multiplayer FPS, specifically Battlefield 4, 3, and a little bit of Call of Duty. I never got around to playing the Halo games because at the time I didn't really know much about it, so yeah. So I ended up playing those games a lot. Another game that I vividly remember playing a lot of was Assassin's Creed Brotherhood and Assassin's Creed 3. So Assassin's Creed Brotherhood was like what made me, oh, I actually really like single player games. Like, yo, that's hella fun. And it got me into, it expanded my horizons basically. Like. Yo, there's another world with single single player games. And I'm just like, yo, that's hella tight, bro. I must sound so pretentious right now, but whatever, dude. It's just, it's just me gushing about the games that I like. So, and the Xbox 360 was where I played Battlefield 3, 4, Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, and then Assassin's Creed 3, which got me into my love for parkour games. So yeah, another game that really struck a chord with me, despite it being completely unrelatable to most kids and me in general because I'm actually really a, a really gentle dude, is Prototype. Prototype was another game that I remember playing a lot because ooh, parkour, ooh, jumping, ooh, flying, superhero, anti-hero stuff. Anyway. It was really fun, but the other aspect about the Xbox 360 that really got me to at least play more often was the Kinect. So, uh, for those of you who don't know what a Kinect is, a Kinect is basically a camera that translates your motions or your movements into whatever game you're playing. Well, it depends on the game as well because if I remember correctly, there were Kinect exclusive games and Kinect optional games. So those Kinect exclusive games essentially were like Dance Central, Kinect Sports, you know, all that jazz. It was, I'll, I'll admit, it was pretty fun. It wasn't, it wasn't like the Wii, but I didn't have a Wii, so I wouldn't know. <laughs> but yeah, the Kinect was pretty fun which was a pretty good Xbox 360 extension. And I remember back then, I'd use the voice commands a lot and be like, oh, I'm so cool. <laughs> but yeah, that was the connect. And eventually, I got back into PC gaming, but I still played around with my 360. A lot of English, yes, 360. But after a while, I was like, yo, I'm getting kind of sick of it because, you know, the Xbox 360 isn't exactly the most powerful machine out there. So I was playing PC games, which honestly at the time ran pretty badly. But as long as I could get it running, I'd play the game anyway. So for the PC part, I didn't really remember me playing much just when I could and 
those games that I played that actually stuck to me were Guns the Duel, uh, S4 League, a lot of free free to play games actually. And if I remember correctly, League of Legends when Garen used to flip. That's always been my uh, always been my benchmark of how old how how long I've been playing League of Legends. Which, by the way, I still play to this day. But yeah, uh, eventually I got into PC and PS4 gaming. This is when I was like, okay, yeah, I'm definitely a gamer. I love the culture. I love the the things surrounding it. I love the media that I that consumes video games and then regurgitates it out to be even more, you know. Fun, I guess. It's when it's around the time when let's plays were a thing, and it was really fun. It was really fun. I'll admit. So the PS4. Uh, I won't talk much about it since it's still current gen. It's it's pretty well known, so I'll leave it at that. I I play a lot of um, single player games right now, and the PC right now. I am currently playing League of Legends Valorant. Um, Rainbow Six Siege. What else? What else? Uh, there are some games I bought that I can't run pretty well. I played Borderlands too, but I didn't get. I almost finished it with a friend. However, other than that, that's just a bit of background of me being a geek in the Philippines. So, what about stigma of? being a geek here in the Philippines. Ooh, suspense. <laughs> anyway, it's it's always been rough. Especially when people think that when you're a gamer in the Philippines, you're usually not the best student. Which was weird because back in grade school and high school, I used to be, hella, be a really high achiever of grades. But over time, it changed because life happened and I started becoming more aware of problems and stuff. But yeah, other than that, the, it all started in 1981 when Ferdinand Marcos banned video games because Oh, connection of violence to video games. Video games cause violence. Oh, it's it's this is an article from esquiremag.ph and if you think about it, they've always thought about it like this. And it's not just in the Philippines. It's everywhere. It's um we have it in the states where people are like people are like, "Yo, don't play video games. It's going to make you violent and stuff." But it all changed when YouTube came around and twisted it into a bit of a viable career option. Aside from esports, oh, oof, sorry. Aside from esports, esports, on the other hand, were a thing, but at the same time, they weren't the biggest profitable video game career. The biggest at that time was definitely Let's Plays, which was on YouTube, and it was popularized by PewDiePie. PewDiePie was, oh, God, uh, 
I remember watching PewDiePie when he would still do the, hey guys, welcome to, or, uh, no, it, hey guys, my name is PewDiePie, that, that thing, he'd still do that, he used to do that, and, god, I'm old, <laughs> but yeah, when he used to do that, that's when other YouTubers caught on and were like, oh, we can actually create content regard uh, revolving around video games. And it became such a saturated market that it eventually became accessible to overseas. So one of the people that um, came out of uh, the, what do you call this? Came out of the YouTube scene was Gloho Gaming, um, who else? Alodia Goshengfau, Ashley Goshengfau, and this all expanded even more when Mobile Legends came out, which by the way, I'm not exactly the biggest fan of, but it's fine. I'm, I bet a lot of you are, but yeah, P, the Philippines itself though it's your typical southeast asian country where not aside from the economy but we don't talk about that aside from the economy we do however have similar traditions with different asian countries wherein we have strict parents uh the usually the authoritative figures of the gamer are against the idea of gaming as a career which in itself is not that good <laughs> but yeah here i am just talking about games and hopefully you guys are in find this interesting but yeah um those are the topics that i have for now My name is uh, Carlos Wikinemarwala. Hopefully you guys are having a wonderful, wonderful time. Whatever time it is you're listening to this. I hope you enjoy the lo-fi that we have going on. It's... It's pretty good. Anyway. So... This is the pilot episode. Hopefully you guys like it. Hopefully you guys... Asked me to do more because... Why not? Why not? I'm currently taking a podcast course and i just finished an obs course an obs course is basically open broadcast software and it's basically for recording or streaming so yeah we'll get into that another time for now i'm gonna leave you to a bit of music and yeah this is ken and hopefully you guys have a wonderful podcast goodbye Hey guys, name's Quinn. Here to do voice work for your corporate or creative needs. Check my profile out and ping my page to book me for your projects.